recording. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Holy shit. Okay, I really wish you guys could see how many fucking takes it took for me to do this um, just now. Um, but hi, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the None Other Fuck You Mentality podcast. I don't know what the fuck else you'd be listening to if you're listening to this podcast. Um, today, we have a super cool guest. Um, this is also in person. So if you're watching this, it's on YouTube. Um, but there's actually a person across me right now looking at me and being absolutely beautiful to the right of me. Um, but this this individual, okay, so I'm gonna give you guys a backstory about this individual. I asked her to be on the podcast and she willingly flew out here, which she's fucking crazy, okay? I was like, bitch, what the, you, you're gonna you're gonna do this on your own time. Like, I'm just asking you to do this. She was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, holy shit, and she brought a friend and it's been this whole ordeal. Um, but I do wanna give the backstory that I gave her today um this and this is why i have this podcast is to to talk about these things uh, especially the situation i'm about to say um i didn't like this person i didn't like her i hated her actually um because she had what i wanted and she got what i wanted um and i was like fuck this bitch she fucking no i wanted it i want it you know whatever um and i grew out of that mentality whatever and now now she's on my podcast so it's really it's honestly kind of hilarious because she didn't know that I didn't like her. A, I didn't tell her that until she came here today. Um, and I have a, a crazy amount of respect. I love her work. She's an incredible person just from what I've seen on social media. So it's just really funny that she's across from me right now. And she willingly flew out here without knowing this, by the way. Um, and here she is. So I'm I'm going to turn this over. So who are you? What are we doing? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Wait, what was the text I sent you this morning? It was like, what? I said, how how is it? Oh, how is it? How is it? Mm-hmm. That's that's our question today. How is it? How is it? How is it? How is what? How is what? Who are you? What's um, going on? What's hi, what, hi. I'm Julie. Um, I am the Mayor Magic on Instagram, and thank you so much for having me on here. <laughs> I don't I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts, and I'm have never been on one, so this will be what a treat. What a treat. And to find out that you didn't like me. You're like, hi, thank you so much for coming out here. I didn't like you. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I am out of Cleveland, Tennessee. It's a small town uh, in the south. Mm-hmm. We love her. Mm-hmm. We love her. Uh, that is home. Um, I own a salon out there with my best friend called Craft and Soul. It's exactly what it sounds like mm-hmm. they're just like it's a really special place it's really cute too you guys yeah. should check it out if you guys are watching it super cool super cool we we're back and forth on like if we want to do the full instagram we'll probably will like mm-hmm. we just we didn't want to start it like right out of the gate because well because it's a lot of work yeah. yeah so yeah we're we love it we're mm-hmm. really blessed we're happy to have it i'm so excited <laughs> i'm so stoked i don't really have like a full uh spiel on we'll get into it okay we'll get into it um i don't really have anything to pitch there's like i don't have like a long list it's like hey you should go check out this and uh check out um my tiktok and my youtube uh, nope we do nope. we do that at the end anyway all right great yeah great it's after you've like gotten all like the bullshit out you know yeah um yeah so what do you want to know from me Lisa? um well, me? i'm i'm gonna sell julie really quick because okay. she's not really selling herself right now no. um so julie is I don't know how to explain it. Julie has this very, um, how do I word it? Artistic way of looking at hair, which I really, really value. Um, But the reason why I was so drawn to her, and even though I hated her, (laughs) um, is her authenticity. 
right? So a lot of our industry is saturated with facades and smoke and mirrors and lots of bullshit and whatever. And I think really what my my biggest thing with you was is how open you were about your mental health because mental health is absolutely huge in this industry and it's not really talked about. Um, it's not really celebrated. It's not really supported. You know, it, it, you you just have to be okay. Like you just have to keep going, right? Right. And um, she's behind. She's a part of behind the chair, and she does a lot of things like these big companies. However, she still is able to be who she is while being a part of these companies. And my uh, experience in the industry was not like that. I would see artists, and they would paint this picture that was fake. But they were a part of these companies. So that is why I had this uh, perception of her because she was a part of these people. So I was like, oh, she has to be one of those fake people. She has to be one of those, you know, whatever. And she's not. And we have the same taste in music. We're relatively, we're relatively look the same, you know, like the tattoo is kind of grungy, like what the fuck ever, you know? We do kind of look the same. I kind of love that. Yeah, we, we, we do. I like that we both wear our hair in a way, like I did something for you today, but for me too, but we wear our hair the same. Like that's just messy. Like it's good hair. Like I can tell you good hair. Uh, I, I'm blessed to have good hair, but yeah. like you don't, we don't really have to do shit with it. Yeah. Like, just wake up. We're like, yeah, it's just like natural waves, and it's like dreaded in the back a little mm-hmm. bit. We're like, but we're not because you don't brush it. it. No, Mm-mm. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I had a brush until I lived here, like in this apartment, like at my house. Mm-hmm. I usually didn't keep a brush. In my when house. you go on vacation, do you bring a brush? No. Nope. Why? Yeah. When the, when the fuck am I gonna brush my hair? I know. Like it's none of my business what the back of my hair looks like. That's always where the dread is too. Yes. Yeah. So much business. But Julie does incredible hair, and. I have always just loved the way that she fo- she captures, she encapsulates this like thing with the way that she does her photography. And I actually talked about with a good friend, uh, Samantha Harmon, if you guys don't know who that is, her name is Samantha Beauty Confessions. We talked about how some artists have that ability to capture it in a photo and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Her and I don't. Me and Samantha Harmon, we don't. We cannot, but you just have this eye that I cannot understand. You just, boom, do it. And I've seen like videos of her in her classes and she just, she's doing the same shit. Like I try to emulate like the poses and whatever and I just cannot fucking do it. It's, it's hard, right? Yeah. It's, it's so hard. Like, if you don't, I think the thing with photography, which. <clears throat> sorry. The Cough. Thing, <laughs> let me just hack into the microphone. It's the loudest thing I'll say this in this hour. But the thing with taking pictures of hair, it's kind of like taking, I would, I don't have a background with photography. Like mm-hmm. I had to learn everything with my camera. Um, and it is something, like you said, it's natural. It's like you just see it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can look at a photo. <laughs> I can look at a photo and be like, how do you not see all these flyaways? Not mm-hmm. that the hair is bad. It's fucking gorgeous. But somebody, will, people will send me pictures all the time and be like, what do you think of this photo? Like, you know, what do you think about it? And be like, I, I think that if you can see flyaways in person it will show up in pictures like mm. um but it's kind of a natural thing like i was just when i got to laguna beach i just immediately was taking all these pictures just see it you, when you see things you just capture it and it's fun but it's definitely something that i, I wouldn't say it's always natural for everyone because not everyone was just naturally good at doing hair right it's a strength and you have to practice it it's like a muscle mm-hmm. you know the more you do it kind of thing so yeah I don't know. you're just awesome Thank that's just what I have to say. Thank you. That's how I wanted to sell you. Is that how I should have started? Like, hi, my name is Julie. I am really awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have worked. It would have worked. worked. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Julie is just she's just awesome. Like I said, I I don't I don't really know how else to explain her explain her 
Um, I'm just, again, so I think I'm still just kind of in shock that you're actually here in person. We're talking, we're having a good time. We had like a little breakfast bouquet, breakfast bouquet. What is it? What is it? Buffet. Breakfast buffet. (laughs) Buffet. This is bouquet. Um, (laughs) but we had this breakfast buffet and I don't know. It's just, it's very surreal to meet people in the industry who are always open and is fun and outgoing and just like human, human people, you know, cause we've spent a lot of our majorities of our career, um, on social media and that's how we've met a lot of these people. You know, she has a friend here named Sarah. Sarah does hair, right? Or no, Sarah does hair. Sarah does hair. No, Sarah that's really good. That's the, Oh yes. MG. Sarah MG does hair. Yeah. Right. So Sarah MG does hair is actually sitting right across from me right now. Um, and she, they bet they met on social media. I yeah. knew, I know Julie from social media. Now I know you, I know Sarah in person. So, you know, <laughs> but it's just, it's just weird and very, uh, so shocking to have just an individual who is so respected in the industry and someone who I respect and didn't like at one point, um, in front of me right now. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. Let's start actually having the conversation. Cause Let's I, go. this is still just, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I, um, I always start with this. I am always so curious how people get started in the industry. Like how, how did you, why you do hair? Why are you, why do you, why do you do what you do? I love that question. Mm -hmm. Like I do. I I feel like for, I wish I could sit here across from you today and be like, I always knew I was going to do hair. That's a fucking lie. Mm -hmm. That would be a lie though. Um, I, I feel like hair was something I was naturally drawn to even when I was a kid. Like I was that kid that was like learning how to braid on my, my little pony tail kind Mm -hmm. of thing. It just started young. My aunt was a hairdresser, and I watched her navigate that from a young age. Um, the old school kind of like the OG hairdresser shit, just like it wasn't easy, and they were always doing people's hair at their house. She was always doing my fucking hair, mm. um, and my like her daughter's hair. Like she did everyone's hair. Like then she would go to work and do it too, and then was doing our hair on the holidays and just like yeah, always it was doing a it. thing and. I just remembered seeing her do that, and I was like, I love this shit. And I, like the power of being able to just switch your hair is like it was a powerful thing. I just knew at a young age it was powerful. However, fast forward in high school, didn't really grow up in the kind of situation where I could just be a really big dreamer of what I what I wanted for my future. It was like, hey, I gotta make money and pay bills. Like what what's gonna? I've always looked at dreaming as a luxury. And mm. I know there's a lot of people that ne- didn't necessarily grow up with a lot of money and they were still able to dream, like have this big dream. I love that. But that's just, just wasn't my reality. So I was like, all right, what? What is going to make me some money? I'm like, well, no hair won't. Yeah. So I didn't pursue that. And I really wanted to go to cosmetology school. My best friend always knew she wanted to be an L tech, did just that, is an L tech. She's a badass. She's such a force. And I just always admired that she knew and then did it. And that wasn't it for me. So I uh, made really good grades in high school. And I was like, all right, so I got to go to college. And then I'm at college. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Everything just in my life was just, like, not supporting that decision. Mm -hmm. So I ended up dropping out. (laughs) And then I just, I was like, I just need to work. I need to work somewhere. And so I was just working in the meantime while I was in school. And then dropped out. was still just working, trying to pay bills. And finally, I just had, like, this... I was like, stop finding it. Like, just go. Just go. Because you're running out of options and you don't have the, that luxury to mm-hmm. just keep dragging your feet. And so I did. And I went to school. And the entire time, I went to Cosmo school. And it was, it was Cosmo school. Yeah. <laughs> as it was. And I just, it just was right. I don't know. It just worked out. Yeah. I'll be louder. I'll yeah. talk louder. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I went to Cosmo school and I jumped into it and I just had the mindset where I was like, this is it. This has to work. It's going to work. And if it doesn't work, we're going to regroup and we're going to make it work. <laughs> and it did. And that was it. It was it. Yeah. What, uh, what school did you go to? Um, it was, it was Franklin Academy. Oh wait, school as far as the Cosmo school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was Franklin Academy at the time. And then I think they rebranded there or they got bought out. It's like Brillaire. Okay. Yeah. So, so you graduated, went to college and then went to Cosmo school. Yeah. Um, graduated high school, went to college, dropped out after like the first month. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's hey, a long same. story, but it was just done. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then went to Cosmo school and I'd, I've not been to several Cosmo schools, so I don't know, but I'm assuming it was a, it's a pretty small thing, like Shindig. It was pretty small. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was wild. And I was one of the, <laughs> I was always the one that they gave like the walk-in people to, like when you're on, when you start offering the services and stuff, like when you're able to be on the floor, mm-hmm. they're like, give her to Julie. Like, <laughs> Which was I loved that, appreciated that. Right. But also, I'm like, why are y'all doing this? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Does and anyone like, really ever know? No. Yeah, no. no. And even the no. instructors are like, we don't know. We've never worked in a salon. Like, that's, oh my gosh. You said something earlier, and I'm like, God, that makes me think of Cosmo School. It was just like, they had no fucking idea. Like, um, they helped. They were always there in your corner. I yeah. remember the instructors always being like, yeah, no, that's what I would do. But then at the same time, I'm like, but what would you do? You've not actually, like, and, you not worked in a salon, yeah. so we were just we were out there surviving, and we did it. So, what age were you when you went to Cosmo School? I think I was, I think it was 2012. So math, I think I was early 20s. I don't remember exactly, but wait, how 20s. old are you? I'm 31. Yeah, you're 30. I'm 30. This is this is 30. Yeah. How old are you, Sarah? 35. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. I know the people that are listening to this right now can't see my fucking face right now, but what? I mm. I know. It's wild, though. Like, I feel like age is just age is such is, a blur now. Because, yeah. like, earlier you said you're tw- you're 26, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's so it's so weird just because what you think you're going to look at at certain ages, and then you get here, and you're like, well, that's not what I fucking thought, but all right. Yeah, it's just not. Wow. Yeah, it's you guys, cool. You guys are not aging. Do you think it's because we don't have children? Probably. I think it's because we have these dogs that are blessings and they do drain us mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah. every fucking dime that we yeah. have. But I think it could be that we don't have children. Wow. I don't know why that's sure somebody watching this and you're like, is it because you don't have children? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> I, um, okay. That, I don't know. That just, that just shocked me. I don't know. I thought, like, honestly, Thank I you. thought you were my age. I thought we were the same age. I, f- I feel, so that's the thing though. It's like, not even just trying to act like how I was at 26, but also I love being 31, but I feel like what I thought I would feel like at 26 because mm. when I look back at what I, who and what I was at 26, like I was still just really trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like, I like my thirties. So you, okay. So let's paint a picture here. So you graduated high school, cool. got to Cosmo school. Cool. So you didn't start your career until when? That's a good question. <clears throat> so, graduated Cosmo School. It was like 2013, I think. Right, so um, how old were you then? I'm sorry. I'm so stuck on this age No, thing. God, no. I just can't do the math. I'm really stalling well, that was on what, it. Like, 11 I just, years ago? I feel no. like I was like, huh? huh? 91. 
13. So that's what, 21? 21, 22? 22. Yeah, like, it was oh, yeah. early. It was 21, 22. Okay. I, my best friend always says we always judge timelines based off what color my hair was at the time because mm. I used to have like all the fucking crazy color. Did you really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, she was fried. Oh yeah, as it should be. As it yeah, Yeah. like as it should be. I was in Cosmo school. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I was yeah like twenty one, twenty two. I was working at a Froyo place while I was in Cosmo school. Hell yeah, that was just by far. If you ever need a side job, work at a Froyo place because it's self serve and it's the best. Yeah, Froyo is the best. I was grateful for. I was grateful for that fucking job too. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, because every other job I had would not work with me on my. cosmetology school hours at all and mm-hmm. also they're like mm, cosmetology school anything mm-hmm. you want to be co- they just don't respect it at you want to be a hairdresser <laughs> so and the, my manager at the time was just like yeah, i don't fucking care just fine just show up for your-. yeah i walked in there i'd never been to a frozen frozen yogurt place before uh i was like yeah, i need a job he's like great i need an employee and it was just quick it just worked right yeah it did um but yeah um i started working at a place right out of school because you're so hungry to just start working, right? Mm-hmm. And in our little town, I like to talk about this. There's not really, it's not assisting isn't really talked about or working under someone, having someone mentor you. Mm-hmm. Any None of that is talked about. That's not really, I want to say like not really a thing. Yeah. And when you do talk about that, they're like, why would you not, What like how can you afford to do that? Like why would you... <laughs> why would you want to learn how to do all these things um, and it help fast track your career when you could just get out here and go fuck up people's hair? Yep. Just start so to the wolves. Faster. Sink or swim. Yeah. Figure it out. It's just kind of ignorance because it's just not ignorance in a bad way, just blissful ignorance. People don't know that like this is what that can do for you. Right. And God knows I would have went that direction had I know, had that opportunity. Right. Even though I didn't have the money, I would have made it work. You know, I would have assisted somebody worked on my off days just because I was fucking people's hair up. And, you know, there are some people that be fucking people's hair up and they're like, they just don't know. They're like, it looks amazing. And you don't want to tell them. Yeah. But they're like, no, I knew. I knew. I was like, damn. And so most days were just like, I just hope I don't cry today and I hope my client doesn't cry today. and then i'm gonna go home and want to do it all again tomorrow (laughs) god so yeah um the salon i worked at um without dragging it it is definitely what a lot of people think when they think about commission salons so when you hear people talking negatively about a commission setup or why they would never be commissioned it's probably because they had a similar experience to I, I'm gonna say my and my best mine and my best friends because though she was a nail tech, we both worked at this salon. Okay. And um we were um fifty fifty, which is pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um that's not a problem. Um the problem is that we were taxed incorrectly. We were taxed I never use the right terminology for this, so forgive me. But we were taxed as if we were um booth rent. Right. Making like we were taxed as if we were making a hundred percent of our income. Yeah. We only make fifty. Yeah. But we were little newbies, you know, we to this day, we're still just doing our best with taxes. We you know we do all of our taxes, but I can't tell you exactly what I'm doing, but yeah. I'm telling you I'm doing it and doing it on time. Yeah. 
That's so, all that matters. Right. But then if somebody was like, yo, this is not legal. Like so many people were telling us like, Julie, this is not legal for you to be taxed like this. And yeah. me and Jess were like, look, we don't, don't start no stuff. Won't be no stuff mm-hmm. kind of thing. We like, I, don't, mind, leave me alone. I don't have the money to take this to court or anything like that. So I'm not going to challenge it. But we just kept our heads down and we grew. And I don't regret any part of working there. I don't regret um, the salon owner was very much like an old school, old school kind of sal- like salon owner. I don't even know entirely if she knew how legal that was, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not even blaming her because there's a lot of salons that do that. Mm -hmm. Am I loud enough, by the way? Oh, yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. But, um, (laughs) yeah. yeah. So, she was a tricky individual is what she was, but I'm not not telling the story to talk about her. So, worked there, finally got out of it. We were there for quite some time. I, I actually worked there for like four years. And I, I feel like that four years was like a blip of time. Like I was just growing, struggling, was just ready to get through that like season of my life, mm-hmm. which is a wild concept because four years now for like newer stylists, they could, they have a full clientele in four, like mm-hmm. four years, they're fast tracked. They're teaching mm-hmm. people who have been doing hair for four years are teaching. Now I did f- hair for four years. I was fucking people's hair for four years. Can you mm-hmm. imagine? And then I didn't quit. Like I still did hair. Yeah. And do you know, know how I learned fucking YouTube? Like I know people are like, YouTube is not education. Well, you're not wrong, but it's what I had. And I, what I didn't have was money. And so I love when people will message me and be like, I really want to take your class, dude, or I want to take y'all's classes, but I don't have the money. I'm like, oh, birds, I get, I understand. I've yeah. been there, been yeah. there. Like, I'm not going to sit here and manipulate you. I'm like, well, one day you'll have the money. Like, no, you, you have to get there. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. So we got out of that salon, went booth rental, wonderful salon owners. They took really good care of us. Um, I was only able to do that, uh, well, with paying all of that in taxes and me and my, if it wasn't for my husband, just like had his job probably making like, you know, just an average income. We're just getting by. Um, I got like one credit card Mm -hmm. and bought all of my booth rental shit and I would pay off that credit card. And then I finally used that. I made it. I I was tired of doing the same type of hair. So I finally got to a point where I wasn't fucking everyone's hair up. Like I was getting better. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're seeing that growth. You're having really the good days are so good. Like Mm -hmm. you've got those people that are looking at you and like my hair has never looked this good. Mm -hmm. And you're and you're just like, finally, it's starting to click. Finally. Yeah. Like it's starting to work. It was all worth it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And so like once that was happening it's like once we took the leap to because me and my best friend when we left we ended up finding a salon where we could both work together because we thought we were going to have to like separate and that nobody would be hiring a nail tech and a hairdresser right but it was fine it worked out um but once that happened i was like and uh, clients came to us mm-hmm. we you know we were told when we left it's like you'll never be shit you won't mm-hmm. make it mm-hmm. with rentals hard da, da, da. no we made it um and i used that credit card and that credit card was how i would buy class like tickets to classes i would go to classes and i would talk about it and i promote it like hey guys i'm so excited i'm going to this class i can't wait to bring this back behind the chair like mm-hmm. genuinely meaning that not even just trying to be like come see me right, <laughs> come to me right. i was excited like and i did that and i would pay off that credit card and i'm not saying that that's the way but that's just what worked for me right and then if there's a will there's a way that's just how i that's it that's how i look at it yeah so and then we another like we went through that and i was booth rental 
for about a year and then we opened our own salon with two it was me and jess and two other people jess is my best friend mm-hmm. it was two other people it was a chapter we had that place for about four years that brought us through 2020 i feel like mm. for a large majority of well i don't know the world mm-hmm. and for sure our industry mm-hmm. we figured out what we wanted and don't want mm-hmm. and those were the major lessons learned on that and mm-hmm. after that we did we downsized we downsized right we also the biggest lesson we learned we were talking about business earlier Mm -hmm. me and jess are fucking terrible business owners in the sense of running other people's business like functioning like when it comes down to it and sarah we've talked to you about stuff like this before the kind of calls you have to make when you run a salon is the kind of like some of that shit is cutthroat sometimes some of that a lot of good business has no not a lot of good business. Good business has mm-hmm. emotion removed. Mm-hmm. That is something I can't do. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I can run my business. Right. And Jess can run her business. Mm-hmm. And we have very clear, like, structure with everything and how we run it at the salon um, to make sure that nothing will take, because we are friends first. Our right. friendship. Right. It's like a, it's deep. She's been my friend for She's been your 21, friend through the, through the mud. 22 years, like very long time. Yeah. Yeah. So hers first, like she's first, we are first. So nothing comes. So you got to have good communication and everything on that. But yeah. So basically what I'm gathering from this whole thing is that you didn't get quote unquote good until like I'd say halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you fucked everything up. Fucked yep. her way through the top, basically. Not yep. through the top. You know what I mean? No. You're um, right. And then, you know, when you started actually investing in yourself, that's when shit started making sense. And that's when you started understanding and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think what I want to, I want our listeners to understand from this is when you see people who have a following, when you see people who have like all this stuff and whatever the case may be, Julie didn't get good, quote unquote, good until halfway through. Right. And she's, you know, she's still evolving. She's still growing, whatever. She's still building this empire, but she didn't come right off the rip as this really amazing individual, you know, who knew everything there was to know about hair. I'm not saying you do now, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now what I see with our industry now, which is so unfortunate, and I live, this is the one side of the industry that I just, I totally struggle with. And now I see with, I'm sure with you teaching classes and you both, you teaching classes is seeing these stylists coming into this in- industry, expecting that they can be like this right off the rip. Right. It's not to say that they can't, but there's this unrealistic expectation by seeing us and the success that we create and all these things that they can just have that right in the beginning, right? Um, and it's not to, it's the thing with this is to always celebrate the bullshit and the the fact that you used to fuck shit up. Like it's normal. You're, I still fuck people's hair up. I mean, what the fuck? We're, no, we're humans. We're normal. We're supposed to. Um, and it, it's, I love to hear people like people that I respect in the street I love to hear this because you weren't I'm not saying you claim yourself to be perfect but you were never perfect from the beginning no and you knew you had to fuck shit up to get to where you are now um and it it's important for any baby stylist who listens to this episode it is okay to fuck shit up it's yes. you're supposed to fuck shit up mm-hmm. and it's it's also important to invest in your education and to get resources and ask for help you're not meant to do this alone, yeah. you know, and you're in these infancy stages of, of growing as a human, 
didn't you like make mistakes and like fuck shit up in your past right like did you really toxic to a friend at one point or like i don't know like yelled at your mom or like done some like weird shit like that right because that just makes human it's supposed to be messy it's supposed to be messy at least a little messy like it doesn't have to always be messy like you you gotta get your shit together eventually but then it's gonna get messy again yeah growth is messy it's supposed to this as I, I have a, such a love-hate relationship with social media because it is such smoke and mirrors because we're always we're always publicizing our wins. It's always our wins. It's always our successes. It's always this grand and glorious thing. Um, and it's not to say that you shouldn't, but what about the the mistakes that we made? We need to celebrate those too, right? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I made I recently made a mistake, right? And I, I'm not talking about it all over social media right now because it's still really kind of you know hot it's, and heavy. It's, like it's fresh. It's a little fresh. <laughs> fresh. Yeah. But um. I did talk about like how I was I was broke in January. I couldn't pay my rent. I, I was broke as fuck. And I, I had to make a really big decision, right? And Julie had just said she wanted to grow. She didn't know how. So she got a credit card, got booth rented, just fucking winging that shit and look where she is now. Yeah. So I, I think I'm kind of rambling. I lost my point of my point of thought here. But the point of this is it's so important to A celebrate the mistakes, but B also never be afraid to to not continue to make them yeah. but also to make that big jump whether you know what you're doing or not because i don't think anybody has a manual with life or with your career or whatever the case may be we don't ever really know what we're doing right no i mean we don't even know what we're doing this podcast right now so you know no this we're we're winging it we're, we're winging it we're winging, we're winging like, right that's now that's the best that's, yeah. that's my approach with this year like i'm trying to get the most out of my year but at the same time i'm just kind of taking it day by day that's why when you reached out to me and you were like do you want to be on my podcast? I'm like, I, I do. Yeah. Absolutely, I do. And that's why I was like, is it going to be crazy if I come out there? Because I, first of all, know me. I'm going to be more engaged if we have this. Like, if we can be in person and we can just, like, really shoot shit together. But, yeah, I just, it's your life, too, because that's the thing that I'm always, I feel like I'm always trying to remind myself and, like, other people in this industry is that we are, it is a blessing that we are in love with what we do but Mm -hmm. it's also a curse and you have to step back and realize realize that this is your fucking life too so like live it so yeah you keep you kept telling me you're like you know you you're so i'm not getting any personal gain by like yes coming out here but also i'm getting so much gain from coming out here like Mm because i love travel Mm -hmm. and i love experiences so it might not look like it, but it's like, no, this is dope. I love this. So mm-hmm. it's something I'm doing. Yeah, it's technically our career, but it's like, this is also my life. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So it's like doing more of that. I perspective. Think. A little bit. Yeah. It's all about perspective. And it's not, you can't just invest in one uh, sector of the career, right? You can't just, just invest in education. You have to invest also in yourself because ultimately you are your job, right? right? I mean, I hate to say that, but- as much as we try to fight it, we just are. It, I feel like people who are actually uh, in love with what they do, they've actually become their job. And uh, there's such a shitty narrative. Like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be your job. You're a lot more than that. I am, but ultimately, I'm a creative at, at the heart of this. Mm-hmm. And whether I'm an artist, whether I paint pictures, whether I do hair, that I'm, my sole purpose in life is to be a creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is create, two creative, four creatives in a room right now kind of yinging and yanging and vibing off each other's energies. And that's also fueling your cup, which then ultimately fuels you as an individual, which then creates a better career, whatever. I digress. This podcast is over. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is so funny because I feel like I'm just rambling. Um, Let me, let me reel it back in back to the point that I was trying to make with you. 
Um, so you have you have a salon now, and yeah. it's you and your best friend, yeah. right? Um, but you also teach education. You kind of travel around. Yeah. You're bebopping everywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know. Ooh, I want to know. When did Julie become Julie? Like, when did Julie become? Um, why am I drawing a blank on your Instagram handle? That hair magic. Thank you. I know you was Julie now. I don't know you by your so, IG handle. It's so funny because first of all, I fucked myself with that handle. You know, anytime you're like, she can make magic. I'm like, no, no, oh. no hairstyles boundaries. So, but I made that handle in Cosmo school because Instagram was really oh just God. popping off. Yeah. In yeah. Like 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. right in there. I was like, all right. Yeah, let's. Let's have this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people said it might be really cool if you post your pictures of hair some. So I'll, I'll make one. And I'm really, I usually struggle so hard with usernames. Oh, that cripples me. I'm like, I don't fucking know. But I did. So I made that one. And that's where that hair magic started. But where I became who you see now, mm-hmm. that had more to do with me pouring into me, me figuring that out. I'd say my mid-20s was really big on um, a lot of that. I I don't know, man. It's, I remember it was right around the time that I got married. And, and it just so happened that I think I got married around, God, I don't remember the age I was for anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a blip. Mm-hmm. This shit flies by. Mm-hmm. But after I got married, I like had a goal. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut my hair after this like because I would just I was really like honing in on like people's style and like clothes and just how to express yourself that's when I really started to like dive into that and I'll bring this around because I know we mean with hair but it did it it brought back it does industry it did yeah but I did I I cut my hair off and I went to a good friend of mine and it was my first time ever going to her and she was like two and a half hours away and she was like why why did you come to me? I was like, I love you. I love your work that you do. And I went there and made an appointment with her. I was like, I want you to cut my hair off. She's like, are you fucking sure? I'm like, I, I am though. I am. I need this. And I chopped it and I couldn't, I fucking loved it. I loved it. And I know that it's just another one of those moments in my life where hair can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. And so when I have somebody who sits in my chair and tells me I need change, I'm like, well, I feel like we're going to talk today. Yeah. Because we're going to, what kind of change are we looking for? Mm-hmm. We need like a spiritual awakening or are you going through change and you don't know how to process it, like kind of thing. Right. So cut my hair off, started playing with clothes more, just trying all these different things. I think the first mistake you can make with trying to express yourself is trying to repeat an exact look all the time because you'll mm-hmm. put it on and you're like, I feel like a fraud. So I like was playing with different things, doing different things, still like investing in myself education wise pouring into me figuring out who she is because that's the thing that hair magic is so many like social media like what you show up as on social media it's supposed to be you I can't imagine showing up on there trying to just show what I want people to think is me Mm -hmm. because this is actually me Mm -hmm. like I'm not giving you just this fake image of what it is there's still a lot of my personal life that I choose to keep private, what I what I choose to. Right. But like you've said before, it's not always going to be highs. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be highlights or like not literal highlights, but like the, yeah. the highlights yeah. of your life. <laughs> but on... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be 
the growth, the messy. It's going to be, I'm having a really fucking hard time right now. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know if anybody else is, but for anybody who is having a fucking hard time, I want you to know, so am I. And if you want, DM me. Like that, showing up and using my platform in that way was really helpful. And I've honestly made some of the best of like friends and stuff that way. And so to somehow try to answer your question, I feel like like my mid-20s and mid to late 20s, what brought me here was just pouring into me and figuring out who I am, which we talked about that earlier, that shit is hard. It's mm-hmm. a lot of trial and error. And mm-hmm. it's also always changing. Um, but also, it's as it's changing, it's always working towards something. It's like your highest self, like your best self. Like, it's just always... <laughs> talk in the mic hello sorry hello (laughs) okay Okay, i'm back yeah so it's always just working towards that and i feel like every decision i make i'm like is this working towards what i'm wanting Mm -hmm. um is this working towards who i'm wanting to be who i am what i'm wanting to become my goals everything so yeah i don't i hope that answers that question it does because it i think the message with that is i like the way you said that Everything, every direction, every step that you take is something towards you, yourself, right? So kind of like with the fuck you mentality, it's the whole, our whole slogan is fuck every, like, fuck you, I'm doing me. Yes. Right? So I think the moment, everyone always asks this question, like, how'd you do it? How'd you become Julie, right? How did you become Sarah? How'd you become Jess? How'd I become Lisa, right? But I think ultimately the common thread that I find with everybody is, it's the moment that that like that thing switched. It's all it's about me first. It's not about the other thing. Right. Right. I, I suffered a back injury because I didn't put Lisa first. Right. That I don't know who that was. You know, that was just like the person that was just kind of hanging on by a thread and just struggling, you know, going through life. But the moment that I started pouring into me, what do I need? Clothing, you know, tattoos, piercings, hair, the whole nine yards. That's when the evolution actually started. Right. So. The common thread that I I see with people who become these uh, quote unquote elites right in this industry is it's not about their actual career. It's about who what work they do on themselves. Right. And while it is the fucking scariest thing to do to actually prioritize yourself and set boundaries for people and to actually put yourself first, that is that is the number one key to success. Is you cannot give a hundred percent if you are not a hundred percent. I'm not saying that you're ever going to be 100%, but in my world, if I'm 100% to me, then that's what, that's what works, yeah. right? Sometimes I'm at 50, 50%, but I know that I'm 100% of that 50%. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not 20% here, 20% there, whatever the case may be. It's what step am I going to take that is going to better me in my life? It's not about anybody else. Right. Um, and it... It's just, it's cool to hear that because coming from not, you know, just struggling, trying to figure it the fuck out, not knowing the fuck's going on, finally taking that first step and being like, you know what, fuck everybody else. I'm a creative at the heart. And I feel like the universe has this really funny thing of if you keep ignoring this thing that you're destined to do, it will, it will just, it'll throw you for a fucking loop. Yes. Right. Make you drop out of college. I dropped out of college my damn self, Um, you know, do all these odds and jobs. They don't work out. You get paid, whatever. All Life does this really funny thing to you to just rip you out of that and be like, hey, that one thing that you keep ignoring, you, ha- you have to listen at this point. Yes. And then it, it's constantly doing that. 
So that that moment where we all get to, we're like, oh, we're doing hair, we're banging it out, we're doing things, we're doing it right. And then all of a sudden, your world flips upside down. Yeah. And what's the thing you have to do? Pour into yourself. Right. That's the next step. Yeah. And then here we are now where it's weird, right? I mean, I, I know you struggle with this. I know probably everybody else in this room does too. Imposter syndrome? Mm. What? There's, there's no fucking way that you're actually across from me right now. We're doing this. We're film like we have a camera in front of us. Like we have mics that we barely know how to use, you know, like there's just no way. Yeah. How do you, I, I'm actually starting a trauma program on Monday to work through deep levels of, of somatic trauma and figuring out where it is and all that That's stuff. Awesome. Thank That's you. Awesome. I'm very excited. Um, and I feel like without, Oh Jesus, there's hair on me. Um, without having that knowledge of myself, I feel like, I can hold myself back, right? What, how do I word this? That's a weird question. I don't know how to ask this. No, you're good. Um, so obviously trauma is a big thing, right? Like trauma, it's a, it's a huge thing. It, it inhibits success because you can stand your own way, et cetera, et cetera. What have you done that you feel like has been beneficial to you to help you understand that? Because now you, you've worked on yourself, right? Like yeah. how how Julie has become this educator who, you know, is just doing it instead of stop instead of self sabotaging herself. Like basically what I'm trying to say is I'm sure in the past you would have been like, no, I'm fuck. No, I'm not gonna be an educator. Fuck. No, right. I'm not gonna own a salon. Fuck. No, I'm not gonna be successful. Right. But now you are right. So what steps, if you can think, if you can think about how did you navigate that? How did you just, how did you let it happen? how did you stop self sabotaging? So like you said, uh, imposter syndrome it'll it'll hold you back mm-hmm. like and it it's something we all experience like you have the thought you sit with the thought and you're like it, you can pick and choose just that mindset right there it's like I didn't know that I had I could be like okay I feel this or I just thought it and I'm gonna let that go and that was me through like a lot of my like early years in this industry it's just like feeling like I wasn't good enough just that whole fucking turtles all the way down spiral mm-hmm. of just never feeling good enough and then um so some things it took that whole just me beginning to pour into myself how how I was expressing myself. That was like check one, like how I wanted to show up behind the chair. Started working out and doing all of those things and like getting mentally, physically feeling better. Like I learned the power of when I wake up, I pour into me so that I can show up behind the chair and pour into others. Mm. Um, just that and repeating that day in and day out, just that healthy practice healthy but healthy healthy to you healthy to me um and so then that was it right like so i'm i'm here i'm i'm showcasing myself the way i'm like expressing myself in my most authentic way which just for me was just powerful Mm -hmm. and i'm also taking care of myself so my body feels good and so i can show up and take care of others so i'm doing all of that and then my brain's like hey there are some other things you're going to need to work Pandora's on. Pandora's box opens right up. Stop. Mm-hmm. You wonder why you feel so fucking sad all the time? Well, that's because you've just been putting that off. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, we need to start tapping into that. So I slowly started to like chip off at some of that just childhood, sh- childhood shit. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And at, all the while that I'm, that's the thing about being a hairdresser, right? Or just doing anything. It's like you're all the while you're doing that and working on that, you're also still showing up and working and like things are progressing. 
So I'm getting DMs. I'm getting opportunities. So every little thing, it's like I'm getting requests. People are like, hey, would you come and teach? And I'm like, absolutely not. That (laughs) sounds terrible. (laughs) But also I realize how, what a fucking ass I sound like when I'm like rejecting that. Like, because it's a, and I'm like, sorry that's a really fucked way to say thank you so much yeah yeah. (laughs) so i would be like thank you that's an incredible opportunity one that i don't feel that i can take right yet and so there was always a part of me that's like don't rule it out Mm -hmm. just because you're scared so ooh, say that again don't rule it out just because you're scared like it's okay if you don't have to like be an educator in this career like that it's not like the leveling up system in this you can be whatever you want to you can work whatever realm you want to as a hairdresser like it's not just like working to the top of the pyramid spectrum like this is a corporate job um because it's not Mm -hmm. there's no hierarchy there's no, no 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 so i just knew i'm like you can't keep avoiding this because i was getting almost for, and for a minute there, I was getting almost daily requests. I was probably getting more requests to teach than I was for people to do their fucking hair. Wow. It was like, interesting. And so I crossed paths with my, and I, I can't even talk about her because I think I'll cry because I just love Danny so much. She's my really good friend, Hair by Danny. Um, she's incredible. And we crossed paths going to a class, Camouflage and Balaya. She's fucking, oh, yeah. fucking goat, man. I love, love her. Who teaches that? Um, Amy is why can I not remember Amy's last name? Um, that sounds familiar. Either way, camouflage and balayage. She's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Anyways, um, we went to her class. Me and Danny went to her class together, and we had we just rode to a class together. And I, there's something spiritual about a car ride. You will you'll really get to know a person. And we mm-hmm. did. We were both talking about education. How we're both we were kind of just like neck and neck, and like where we were at. Mm-hmm. We're like I don't know if I want to teach. <laughs> Shit's scary. It's mm-hmm. just a lot. And like who am I to teach? Right. What, what am I gonna fucking? What do I fucking know? Off? Yeah. Right. And we finally fast forward without dragging this out. We finally set a date. We were gonna teach together. We we're like fuck yeah. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll teach a class together. <laughs> For March of 2020. Oh shit! <laughs> World said nope. Said <laughs> nope. Yeah. And I'm proud to say this detail because. Just because we refunded everyone. Wow. That was a personal choice. I'm Good not on saying you. that doing, no. not doing that was, you know, everyone has their options. But we were like, we don't know what the world is doing right now. Take all of your money back. Like, right. Literally, you need it. You didn't go into education for the simple fact of charging no. people an arm and leg. You went into education because you wanted to teach. No. So we all navigated 2020 how we did. And then <laughs> me and Danny regrouped. We also crossed paths with our very, very, our star, Maddie. Yeah. She's incredible. She's just we're just we're this is why we all taught together because we just it's we just work yeah. we just work yeah and i love these girls um and so we went to another hair class together like a year later the three of us together and then finally we got to the point where we're like what if we taught with the three of us <laughs> and it kind of started to feel like for a second we we're like are we just all friends that want to do something together and yeah. if so what the fuck of it like yeah. let's just see and it wasn't that because danny had been to a class a three-person class before and she said she loved it she got so much out of that experience and it's the way you approach it you can't you can't really well you can you can do whatever you want we didn't want to approach it on a main stage way where like you come on stage and everyone is teaching at once mm-hmm. fuck no no one's brains can process that much information happening at once now mm-hmm. our attention spans are this long and also we just can't 
take all of that education at once. It's a lot. So we would like stagger it in and it was, it just really works. Um, so I, I really, I rabbit trailed. I'm sorry, but no, that's, I've, it, it I've got me story. here. So my point in telling all of these details is like, it took all of these steps. Like I, I taught, I ended up teaching in class. I forgot this part. I did teach classes by myself before I taught with, so after we canceled I know that, that yeah. first um, class, Danny was like, we regrouped at the end of that year. We're like, dude, it sucked that we had to cancel that class, but I'm still got this itch. So Danny finally did it. She taught a class by herself and I was at it. I was like, girl, I'm gonna be there. Mm-hmm. But mentally after 2020 shit, like I just can't, yeah. can't show up. Uh, or like, I can't, I'm not ready yet. Um, so I watched Danny do it and I watched her do it through a shaky voice. And I was like, you are a fucking rock star. And I watched the light bulbs hit in the room and the difference that she made even for just a couple people. And I was like, I've got to try this. So no matter how scared I did and I launched it and it sold out <laughs> in 24 hours. And I was like, wow. Me? <laughs> what? And it was in Georgia. And that is the class that I said, raw dogging in the first, um, I don't know, three minutes of yeah. standing up there in mm-hmm. front of a room of 40, 40 people at that time, which okay. turns out with social anxiety, it doesn't care if it, it doesn't matter if there are five or 10 people in front of you or 40, you're fucking shaking. Like yeah. I, that first class, I literally felt like I was about to jump off a cliff. I just, I remember my best friend coming up to me and she's like, Julie, you have to start the class. You have to start this class. There are people. I'm like, they're here. They like showed up. She's like, yeah, you got to do like, this. You got it. Like at this point this. you have to keep So going. like, I just like walked up and I was like, Hey man, Hey guys. And I'm sure I was talking about as quiet as I was when we started this podcast. I was like, Hey, okay. So here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so fucking scary. Like nobody tells you what to do with your hands. Like, yeah. So or the cotton but mouth I, that you get. Oh my God. No, it's unlike any also, other. It's rough. It, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like you go to swallow, but you're choking. And you're it's like, yeah, it's, just, it's just like yes. stuck. Yeah, so I'm, my brain's like, make somebody laugh. My brain's like, just make people laugh. Yeah, like, if yeah. I can just make somebody laugh, like that comedic relief to where we can just all just be like, <sighs> and mm-hmm. that's what we did. And it, and it went. And I told myself, I just kept telling myself, I was like, look, you're going to show up either way. The day is going to happen. I, I've told myself after all the classes that I've, I tell myself this, at, like with every class that I've taught so far, I'm like, this day is going to pass regardless. Mm-hmm. You are the only thing, the only t- thing that can change how it goes. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a fucking messy day or not, but you are the ones that's going to decide if this day goes well or not. Like, so let's just give it a chance. And so that's what I did. And I was just really open to like, if I needed to be, have a place in teaching or not, like, mm-hmm. can I help someone or is there plenty? Cause one thing we know, there's plenty of educators, absolutely, lots of education, yeah. lots of technique education. Mm-hmm. So there's really not necessarily a demand, but I also think that there's always a place because people learn and consume differently. Yeah. So there's something that I can come up, teach my technique, my technique, teach your, it's techniques, your technique. no, it's and your teach technique. a class, yes. and someone can teach theirs, and maybe two or three people are going to be like, I, I just connect with the way she approaches this a little bit more, but it doesn't mean that one's doing it better. Right. That's just how the shit works. Yeah. So I told myself, I was like, I'm going to teach this class. If I fucking hate it, I'm not doing it anymore. I was right. very open to that. Right. Like, I don't have to be doing this. And I fucking loved it. No matter how messy it went, no matter how, like, the hair came out good, everything was good. And I was, I think I probably slept for, like, a day after just because of how nervous I was. But it went good. So the key with with what 
this this is is strength is strength in numbers strength in numbers right yeah and what's so beautiful about the whole thing is that you tried yes and you also talked about it Mm -hmm. with some person you didn't know but the beautiful thing with that was you didn't know them right and you just felt you felt the connection and you just you just started I think like the the overall consensus that I hear about this and that you keep saying to me, how did you do it? You just get started. You just do it. You just do it. So you just I, did it yourself. I would reach out to sorry, not, not trying to interrupt you. No, when no, I no. Would reach out to some educate like some educators that I've taken their classes because yeah. in 2019 that was like the year I took the most classes. Like I was balls to the wall. Like yeah. Any education I could get, I was taking it. If they, I told myself that any educator that came to the East Coast. Because for a while, I feel like it was like a lot of West Coast, a lot of West Coast. Yeah. Um, any educator that came to the East Coast that I could drive to, mm. I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going. And I did. And I think I went to damn near 10 classes that year. Wow. Which, I don't know. You know, for me at that time with the financial situation I was in, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And it changed my career. 2019 was that hair magic. That's where she honed in. That's That was 2019. I was pouring into education. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. And in my small town... There's maybe, at the time, there was maybe only like three to five other stylists that were, could was actively seeing the value in like education and doing that. And so mm-hmm. it was like a big deal that we were all pouring into our like education and stuff like that. So I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. There was a point to this. Anyways, 2019, pouring into education and going to all these classes, was reaching out to all those educators. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Uh, was reaching out to a lot of those educators, and I'm like, how did you get into teaching? Were you ever nervous? Da, 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 da. All of them, except for one, said, I'm just not really that nervous in front of, like, you know, they, they what the nerves and stuff, like mm-hmm. getting up in front of people is just not really a thing. One of them, Sarah May, level 10, I'm going to out her handle because she's incredible, and mm-hmm. I really, really, really love her. She would have she would like the class that she taught she did she dealt she deal to this day she deals with nerves and now you really wouldn't notice she's a fucking force like yeah. just to watch her like whole journey and stuff is really neat but i admired that so much i am for me i'm very inspired by somebody who can step up do something that scares them no matter how much their voice shakes and they're gonna do it because they love it and I just really admire that. So I would reach out to them and ask them all of those things. The, all of it was the common response I got from all those educators, since I interrupted you, was you just do it. Yeah. was the point. It was very Nike. Like, you're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're not wrong. You just have to figure it out. You just send it. You just send it. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no like, end all be all. There's no, like, yeah. course you could take. There, really, there isn't. You just do it you have to like even if there was a course then you still wouldn't do it by the book there's plenty of courses you can take but not necessarily you just have to find a way Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool there there's something so this is why like the the podcast i really only have like self-made people on here because the common thread is really just like you just have to send it you just have to do it um because there's no right or wrong but the beautiful thing too is your ego cannot be a part of this your ego has to step to the side and be able to ask for help right so uh, collaborating with other artists to create this force of education that was that's a that's a common thread with hairstylists is the fucking ego it gets them in trouble and 
the thing that I always tell people is to put the fucking ego aside. If you want to succeed, if you actually want to have what I have or do whatever, mm-hmm. like me, I hated you for no fucking reason. It was my ego. I think you should talk a little bit about that. Like, I know you don't have to say the. No, I'm cool with it. You're for sure going to need to share because I know as soon as we end this, if we don't talk about it, everybody's going to be like, wait, why did she hate you? Why did she hate you so bad? <laughs> wait, what the fuck did you do? Um. So, yeah, talking about ego. Right. So it's just to to touch on Julie. Right. She put her ego aside and she talked to the educator asking them for help. Right. And that was that was her way to, to progress. Right. Well, my ego um, did not. My ego was strong. It was so strong for no fucking reason. I hated Julie because Julie had a position that I wanted with a specific brand. And she had gotten it at a time that I uh, was kind of fighting for it in a way. Um, But she got it. I didn't. So I was like, fuck her. I don't like her. She's stupid. You know, like fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. It's not that her work sucked. It's not. It's not that tech, like nothing. It had nothing to do with the actual work itself. Some of it did. No, <laughs> no, no. It was. It was solely because she got what I wanted, but I didn't have the balls to ask how she did it. It was my ego. I stopped myself. Right. So I went on and had this, this like weird feeling inside me about a couple of people actually not just her but we're just talking about her um moving forward i just had this weird hate for these people because they had what i wanted and i just i just why would i ask them for help why would why would i ever want their help no fuck them right but the moment that i started pouring into myself and i started realizing that your ego can be your biggest asset and also your biggest weakness that's when I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. It's my ego. That's been getting me in trouble this whole time. Awesome. Let me work on that. I have never once been a cocky son of a bitch. I've never been someone who is um, just like overly like I'm amazing. No, because imposter syndrome, I'm like a motherfucker. You know, I didn't come from shit. I didn't have shit growing up. I'd never, I didn't have help getting where I am now either. But I will say that I held that as a crown. Like I fucking did this without help. Fuck all you. Yeah. Right. So when why would I ask for help? Why on earth would I ask you how you did that? Because I had gotten this far without it. So no, no one can help me, right? But the moment that I realized there is strength in numbers and that the ego can really kill your career, that's when all this weird hatred for people that were succeeding stopped. And the community and camaraderie started. And this was a couple years ago that I finally like, hello, you know, light bulb. Um, and then that's why the podcast started really is truly that ego just disappeared. And I realized how much more beautiful life is when you do it with people versus trying to do it alone and trying to get to the top because there is no fucking top. Um, and one of the greatest things that Samantha had said, Samantha Harmon, Samantha Beauty Confessions had said to me, she was like, I got to the top, but I died along the way. Oh God. I'm over and over again though. Mm Mm-hmm. It starts mm-hmm. to feel like like a fucking cat, like the nine lives thing. You're like, I fucking thought I had already hit rock bottom. I thought I was already dead. Like, how is how are we back here? How am I still going? How, how am I at a new version of rock bottom? Like, how does it look different every fucking time? Every yeah. time. No, but that's part of it. And mm-hmm. But it's the part that people don't really talk about a whole lot because it's uncomfy. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, just, just tell us. Asking tell us for help is a is a strange thing. 
and even um even like the whole like assistant thing that you had talked about right i'd never assisted i've never been an assistant i've always i and i actually moved here because i wanted to be an assistant ironically um but that back then we it's funny because i started doing hair when i was 16 because i went to a high school that had a votech and you know it was this whole thing but i feel like we started at a really similar time where you know, assistant programs weren't a thing, and yeah, it was fifty-fifty, and it was just kind of like every man for themselves. You just ombre, ombre. Oh fuck my ombre. fucking god! Silver, silver. <laughs> if I have, if anyone ever asked me for silver, I might throw up. I might throw up. Okay, I'll throw up. I'll throw up. We'll throw up. <laughs> throw up. <laughs> and we're like, it's not because it's ugly; it's because it's traumatic. It's Dog. because of when That's we it. started. Yeah, the silver hair is just anyway. Um. But we we started it in an industry where it was truly sink or swim. Yeah. It was fight or flight. Like you fucking do it or you don't, right? So breaking that mindset is fixing your ego yeah. and entering this new mindset of where the 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 industry is now, where there is assistant programs, right? There there's this there's a sense of camaraderie. There, people want to be with people. Yeah. Versus, it's not my success, my success. I'm the you know I'm the owner. I'm fucking amazing. No. It's how do I get my team there with me? Mm. Um, and that I've, I feel for people who live in the past and who live like that now in an industry where it's so different. And it's so as much as people can scream to the, high, the scream to the high tops, you know, the industry is so toxic and so blah, blah, blah. It really isn't. It's only toxic. It's as because toxic if you, if you make it. It's as toxic as you make it. Yeah, exactly. And the people that say that are the ones that are toxic. Yeah. So if the shoe fits, lift that bitch up and wear it. You like, know what I, I mean? get what a lot of people are saying because there is, there's like you said, like what this whole fucking podcast is about. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors and that in itself, like the toxicity, right, mm-hmm. is to make, try to maintain this facade of perfection or the, just try to stro- do another thing that's just stroking egos or doing shit for clout. It's just all the clout, all of the, <gasps> you know, and my happiest moments have been when I'm surrounded by creatives and other like minds. Like that's one of my favorite reasons with teaching is to be in a room filled with, because when I'm up there, one thing like that we always make abundantly clear is, Oh, this is not a me show with a room full Mm of people who are like below me, beneath me. Right. We are the same. If you want, we can all stand or we can all sit. Like we're the same. We're the same. I'm just, I'm just hosting this class or I'm just teach. I'm just, you know, I just got the mic for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the same. Mm -hmm. And in those moments when I am surrounded by, surrounded by people where I can say things and they just fucking get it. Mm hmm magic mm-hmm. fucking magic that makes me so happy and it's like i just i'm sad I, it makes me sad that some people can isolate themselves to that point because i just feel like they might not ever feel what that level of happiness is like and that makes me sad but you know if they don't want it i can't want it for them sometimes mm-hmm. the ego the clout the fame that's gets ahead all, of them that's it you mm-hmm. know and if that makes them happy even if it's fleeting that's their life yeah not my prerogative. Mm-mm. I feel you though. It makes me sad too. Yeah, because like this shit's awesome. Yeah, this right. Cool. We're yeah. just a bunch of weirdos just chilling yeah. in a room, you know, yeah. talking shit. Even if you did hate me, right? I like. I do like that. I kind of like made it hard for you though, since we like the same kind of music yeah. and we're like, you know, 
We look the same. So tatted and stuff. Yeah. And have that same, like, I usually wear chunky rings. I just don't have them on right now. Yeah, my fingers are swollen. So Why? Because oh. I'm gripping this so tight. Oh. I keep failing it. And I'm like, I'm doing the thing that You're I white called knuckling. you out on. Like, yeah. Where I'm just... You're white knuckling. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, she made it really hard for me to hate her after a while because uh, the more that and the more that she showed up on social media as herself, there are more commonalities that I saw. And I was like, fuck, this fucking person's the same as me. Why? The, why? I still fucking hate her. But like the hate just started to digress as I started to not give a fuck, you know, yeah. and as that ego started fleeting away. And, um, and then she randomly followed me one day. It was kind of recently. And not that I had forgotten, but I'd forgotten about all that stuff, you know? So then she'd follow me and I was like, oh my God. And then we started commenting on each other's stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I want to have this person on my podcast because I hated her for my ego. I love her for my ego. You know, and I I appreciate who she is because there's there's an influx of, of, I call them influencers, but influx of people now on social media who are now showing up authentically as themselves, which I really enjoy. Um... So I want this person on my podcast because she yeah. actually is the message of the fucking mentality, despite the fact that the history of me not liking her is on much. <laughs> You're like, you, uh, you fit the bill. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. When you, I know what that's like, though. I mean, obviously, if you've been in this industry, you find, you see these people that they have, I want to say that they have what you want, but it's not always just that. It's like, you're where I want to be. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Whereas now, us now can be like, all right, I'll just, help me like person yeah how, how if you want to share help me i always tell people I'm like message them mm-hmm. message people mm-hmm. message message me mm-hmm. you know i might not have the time to send you the exact formula for something god right. so if i have if you've ever messaged me and i didn't send you an exact formula i'm not I'm don't be mad bitch. yeah don't be mad that shit's different if you message me and you're like hey i'm like trying to do this like yeah, I like I want I want to help people. Like I want I want to help mm-hmm. people get there. Like I had help. Mm-hmm. I asked for help. Mm-hmm. You know, but you'll just you ask chip. You ask for, for help. Yeah. Yeah. Ask for help or advice, mm-hmm. insight. Like nobody tells you, like nobody talks about like how the whole education dynamic is supposed to work with like host salons and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're like I told you I I taught at um Sarah Mel and Kelsey's salon, uh which Hazel and Indy Mm-hmm. and i said that right you guys you three are all yeah okay um and just the, that was a little different because like i knew sarah so i could ask her like hey is this run of the mill is this normal like is this usually what you provide but like nobody's really talking about like the behind the scenes like uh how ticket sales work or, yeah because there's not one way right and everyone does it a little bit differently mm-hmm. um and so i would reach out ask for help insight advice like i'm not trying to i'm I'm not trying to have like a cheat sheet just people still get a little little iffy about that because they're like i had to i had to figure it out so you have to figure it out no that's not how this works no no Uh, it's more like hey i did this i don't know if it's right but it worked for me you give it a shot all people message me all the time which this is always the biggest fucking compliment because i stumble and struggle with my words all the time but the way like you worded this beautifully do you care if i'm like use it copy and paste take it it. don't fucking care not upset thank you for messaging me like or they'll tag me give me credit i'm like oh forehead kiss thank you like oh kiss on your forehead yeah but you don't even have to do that but thank you thank you no just just help other people like it's just a good fucking deed, man. Just help others. Yeah. 
there's something so simple about this whole industry, you know, that I've like the common thread is just help people and mm-hmm. kind of hang out and just talk. And it's really it's not as convoluted or as like intricate as a lot of as like social media makes it seem, you know, because yeah. um, I'm sure I'd looked at you like this before, too. Not I'm supposed to say not now, but I don't because I get I get it now. Yeah. But I'm sure people look at like the education. It's just like oh my god, like that is so much. Mm-hmm. Like there's like that just seems like a lot, or like they just seem like they have it together. Like it's this whole process, and really, it's just like people asking people and just talking, and that's really it. Yeah, education is meant to be. This is what works for me. Take it how you you know however you want you know. Um, I do have a problem with the education side or the, the education of our worlds. That's like, you can be the world's best star, be this influencer hairstylist. This is how you do it. You'll make a thousand bajillion dollars. Do it this way. You're going to be so successful. And then the stylist takes the class and they don't actually become that. But I digress. That's the only side of the industry that I don't love. What a soft pitch. Right? A thousand bajillion dollars. thousand bajillion dollars. I want to make a thousand bajillion dollars. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Sign up. Fucking. It, it's. But it's a. You had. There's something that's been in the back of my mind. Both. Everything that you keep saying to me. And it like clicked. There is one side that is clout. Instant gratification. Just this like wow effect. It's just to get people's attention. Right. Yeah. And then there's the other side. Where it's just people being people. Yeah. And it's, I will never sit here and say one's wrong or one's bad or whatever the case may be. But I will say this and mark my fucking words. Building a career based off of clout and lack of respect and just the wow factor, it falls short. It is not sustainable. It's hollow. It's hollow. It is lifeless. It means nothing because that one hour of fame will die out. And so will your career. So just do me a favor. Dig deep. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Just, you know, open up the chest a little bit, you know? So. Just a little. I want to add to that a little bit. Please do. Like, Light it up. Sarah were talking about it last night. Light like, it the, the fuck, fuck up. What talk about? She's like, talk about how you won an award once. I was like, oh. oh. I, I changed it in my bio. I was like, I won an award once. Because nobody tells you. Like, you don't know how you're supposed to feel about that. Because. You won an I want to talk about that too. So please go. Yeah. Go. Roll it so, out, baby. Let's go. You. We. Okay. So we enter these challenges, right? Yeah. If if you choose to and you enter, I mean, you're like, I'm not going to fucking win. This is so stupid. I can't do this. It's all a scam anyways. It's all fake. It's not real. Whatever you've thought, I've thought it too. <laughs> I think it too. So I still look back at, at that day because it's just wild, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so winning that, that was 2021. 2021 because it was two years of entries because of COVID or yeah, mm. because 2020. Mm-hmm. So they canceled that one and mm-hmm. it was two years of entries. And we were all just spread so thin and just fucking out here. We're like, everything is fine. Just keep entering these, just these keep swimming, hair pictures just keep while yeah. people are dying. This is literally. Yeah. So it was wild. So to win that was like, you know, I could sit here and be like, it was the dream come true. It, it's not that it's, yeah, it was. I couldn't believe it. Like there was no speech. There was nothing planned. I did not know. I had no idea. 
what I need to feel like, I'm like, let me just put some respect on my name. Chris Webber was top five. We know he's an, he's an icon. He's incredible. There were so many people like up there. I can't remember exactly. I know Linson was one of them. Like mm-hmm. just Love very just iconic mm-hmm. work. Please know that I'm not under any illusion that my work was the most amazing work that it was. It, it's, that's what makes it so special. I still won. Yeah. So I did not expect that. <laughs> so what after that, like, I'm just like, holy shit. So there's so much imposter syndrome. If you don't have ego, mm-hmm. if you actually don't think you shit rainbows, like mm-hmm. you're just the shit, mm-hmm. the imposter syndrome, the come down. I actually had a handful of past uh, uh, BTC one shot winners message me mm-hmm. like, hey, dude, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I th- thank you for reaching out. Uh, not great, actually, because I remember how this. the fuck did I win that? Like I then, because yeah. at first you're like, oh my god, I won, I won, I won, and then they come down, and you're like, how the fuck did I win that? Like, like I don't deserve this. Was I just the small town gal that they're like, we need to get inspiration up? Let the let right. the let the it's just business. underdog win. Yeah, this yeah, year. yeah, yeah. We'll get a lot of entries next year. So I don't know. I, I went back and forth with it, but <sighs> you you feel like a husband. You know, like, well, not just like a husband, like it's such a high and not a high where I'm like, wow, I'm the shit because mm-hmm. I'm never I don't really get off. You don't. Stuff yeah, like that. you don't. You're really not that work. kind of person. It doesn't work yeah. for me. It doesn't yeah. feed me. Yeah. So but I'm, it's your brain goes, all right, you won. So what now? What next? You got to keep going forward. So mm-hmm. nobody really talks about like if you win something like that. Great. You know what you do now? You keep going. Like mm-hmm. nobody cares that you won an award now. No, that's the thing. It's like you, so many people that weren't in the hair world that like love me and love to see exciting stuff that I yeah. do. They're like, oh my God, how cool. Like, what do you win? I'm like, well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you asked. Nothing. <laughs> piece of paper, maybe? I and I don't know. I don't know what the world looks no, like. No, like I've got this little award that I like dust off every now and again. Yeah. I don't care. I'm keeping it right fucking there forever because. Because I would be a fraud to say that I'm not proud of that. Right. Like, you know, I'd be like, oh, it's not really. I love to watch people accept words, awards. I'm not saying you have to cry. I, you don't have to full, do a full Miss America like I did. Like, I never. Like, it was a lot. But to see people be like, wow, that's cool, man. Like, I'm like, really? Oh. Do we have a third person joining? Apparently. I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> if you can hear this audio. Hold on. I'm going to pause. I apologize. We were really late interrupted by the serviceman fixing apparently what looks like the ceiling we should whisper for everyone i'm kidding i hate this um <laughs> so you get an award and then it's like that what people are like oh my god you got an award and it's like yeah that's it you just keep going you just keep going yeah you just keep you yeah. just keep moving forward mm-hmm. and you just enter it all over again and then just keep going you just keep going it's a fucking cycle I mean, I'm not saying not don't try, like definitely try. It's it's amazing. But like, I love to talk about that day and that moment and the thing that will always I, I wouldn't even care if I didn't have like a physical little award. Miss Miss Sarah was right next to me, actually. And in the recording that she was because she was recording because she I know. just knew you hear her oh, say, I didn't know that, but like, I she saw said, it. you're going to fucking win. You're going to fucking win. And she says. My friend who I met on the internet, who's sitting next to me, says, you're going to fucking win. You deserve this. 
No one knew oh, that I was gonna, chills. and Stop. it should, and it should, because <laughs> I love that I'm finally, mm-hmm. I have any kind of moment to actually talk about this, mm-hmm. um, because I never really knew how to, like, approach it and, like, make people care, because this part mattered. People were calling me by name. People in that room I met on the internet. They said, they were screaming Julie when the top five was up there. Mm-hmm. Chris Weber is up there, and I just can't, I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. I'm obsessed with him. They were saying Julie. And I don't care if they didn't, if I didn't win. I remember hearing my name. And so like the boohooing, that's a little girl. Mm-hmm. That's a little girl who was really lonely. She was an only child. She's never felt that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about winning. It was about just having people that I love so much and I want to see them win too. I want that back for me. I want that. And I heard my friends. So my buddies, Danny and Maddie, mm-hmm. I had a group of friends they had to sit in the back because of the way they fucking section everything off. I won't go into it. I could hear them. I could hear them. Just screaming. Screaming for me. And that is not about clout. It is not because, oh, I'm winning. I'm at the top. I've beat it. Mm-hmm. No. That was the happiness. Again, even if they were like, Chris Weber, you won. We'd be like, well, you Whoa, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, 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 yeah. I just... Wow, that moment was super fucking cool because it was like you did something right for people to know who you are by name. Mm-hmm. Because how many times you follow people and you're like, ah, fuck, I know their handle. What's their actual name? Right. What's their actual All name? Because the they're actual All people. The yeah. So I approach my platform differently. I am more personal and I mm-hmm. open up a little bit differently. So people remember who you are to come into my life. And that was not strategic so that I could get something out of it. It was because this lonely. I think my whole approach with connection has mostly been like loneliness mm-hmm. or feeling like I'm alone and like the, my mental stuff mental health stuff and so you're not mm-hmm. you just have to be vulnerable and that's comfy for a lot of people so yeah sorry I'm back I'm back <laughs> that is the common thread with I feel like the industry as well and the lack of camaraderie you know is that people are scared to get to be vulnerable. Yeah, it's a really scary thing. God, it's so fucking terrifying. Uh, so I want to touch base on the on the award too. What I what I hear like the common thread with that too is a lot of people. Uh, I'm really glad that you talked about it. I will say that. Let me let me let me let me backtrack. Also, thanks for letting me talk about it because I was like, hey, do you want to hear about how I won an award once? <laughs> so I'm like, no, I don't. Ew, yeah, no. Oh no, I already, already told you I hate fucking you. Fucking yeah, you fucking god. <laughs> Add to the layered on like a goddamn layered cake. No, I'm kidding. Wait for the cherry on top now. Um, I'm really glad you talked about that because there's a, there's a huge thing with the industry and everyone's like, oh, like BTC like chooses people and it's all paid and it's all this and it's all that. And I'm here to tell you, okay, the people that do talk about that, we 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 know who fucking loves talking about BTC. Oh yeah. Um, if they chose to do that, so fucking be it. Right. Because BTC, at the end of the day, let's just say if it was true or not, whatever, they felt that that person deserved to win, right? So they felt that that person deserved that kind of happiness, regardless if money's involved, big corporate, what the fuck ever, who cares, right? And it's unfortunate that people truly think that, you know, oh, I should have won because that only person only won because they have money or what they have a following. What the case would be. Have we forgotten how hard that that person has worked to get that following and that money? Right. Did we forget that? Right. And so, so be it. What is so what if, which isn't true, obviously, if they chose to pick people based off of notoriety or what the case would be, 
they fucking deserve it. If Chris Webber were to, were to win that, he fucking, he fucking deserves, deserves that. Yeah. He worked so fucking hard yeah. to get to where he is right now. So what? Mm. You know, and the fact that you won and you have just openly said on this podcast that it was, you didn't know that you were going to win. You you were in a lineup, that a lineup that you never thought you would even be in, right? Yeah. And you won. And those who can shit talk BTC all day till they're blue in the face, get over yourself. Seriously, build a goddamn bridge and get over yourself. Because those who continue to shit talk BTC in any fucking company say, out there. Specifically to the award show, because I right. know a lot of people that have a lot of negative situations because of personal experience. And it's like, that sucks because we've all had some bad situations right. with brands, but like, right. the awards in general, like the one shot stuff too. Yeah. Well, so yeah, the one shot, right? Mm -hmm. Stop. Just, just let people be happy, man. I'm sorry that you didn't win. I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm sorry that you didn't win. Try again. Right. It's just an award. I hate to say that, but it is. And it's unfortunate that a lot of our community put a lot of value in themselves in this award. Just be happy for the people who win. You know, yeah. you, 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 it's, it's, it sucks when you're a sore loser, you know, and to hear how happy it made you feel, not the fact that you won the award. It's the fact that there was this, there's this group of people that knew you by name and yeah. was screaming. I remember seeing the videos. It was everywhere just screaming and you're sobbing right you can't even you can't even walk like you're just hysterical if you ever need to be humbled just look at yourself crying literally <gasps> especially like to be taken out like that you know like yeah. la 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 and they're like julie smith and you're like i, I wasn't ah, you yeah. know that's a draw a raw it and a genuine seemed emotion a bit extreme the clip like it's like that reaction for a win it's like which however you respond to winning something is yeah that's you. your prerogative yeah but i feel like no one knew that i had really sweet people next to me already telling me because they just believed full, they believed wholeheartedly that i was winning and that i deserved to win <laughs> uh oh god it was just i laugh because I was, I'll fucking cry. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking cry all over again. Cause mm -hmm. that shit just, wow. It's, it's special. Mm -hmm. So whether it was staged, whether they just wanted me to win or not. Who cares? I still worked really hard. Yeah. And you don't have to have the best work. You just have to like try. That's it. You just have to try and then you win. And then you do, you keep going and you keep creating. Mm-hmm. Or you don't win. But one thing I've learned is like when your people win, we win. Bitch, we won. And so that was one of our, we had a, a group text and it's, we still have it. It's called Winner's Circle. Mm -hmm. Because next, the next year, mm -hmm. Maddie won. Yeah. 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 And I saw me that. and Danny walked her like these, like we were <laughs> proud parents, parents, yeah. parents at a wedding and yeah. sent her off. It was so late. It was like two or three in the morning too. So oh yeah, it was bitch we won mm -hmm. we won not because you need the win not because you just no. like feel like you have to win but like that's my that's my friend that's my girl that's my friend yeah. and if you don't know what that feels like i'm so sorry yeah you need or no i can't tell people that what they need to do no nope. that's hollow that's, we can just say there is so much more life to be lived with people in your corner yeah i actually made an episode about this about just it's your life your success changes when you let people in and when you actually have people in your corner yeah um and i will say this you don't have to life that that is such a sad way of life if you don't if you choose to live in this 
negativity of, you know, it's just about me. It's my success. Fuck everybody else. I, whatever the case may be. It is sad. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel bad for them genuinely. And I, I, cause I wish the happiness that I have now, um, you know, speaking on, on loneliness, I, I get it. Childhood trauma, you know, not having that now as an adult, I can now understand where that comes from. And I allow people in and I'm vulnerable and I'm talking and I'm cre- I'm reaching out and I want to create this, this thing. The vision of success that I have for myself has totally fucking changed. It's not about me. When I eat, you eat. When you eat, she eats. And when we're eating, we eat together. Yep. That's just, that's just the, the morality of it all. And that I, whether people think it's right, wrong or different, that is the right way of life. I don't care what anyone says. That is just, I will die as Lisa G. I will never die as a hairdresser. I will never die of a podcaster. I will never die as an educator. I will die as Lisa G. Period. Mic drop. <laughs> throws, throws the mic on the ground. <laughs> um, guys, if, you've, if you're listening, I know it's, it's an hour and 23 minutes long. <laughs> this is literally my longest podcast I've ever done in my life. Um, I'm really glad that it was the first one done in person and that it was done with Julie. Julie's just a, a very raw, authentic individual and who is... He's just honest. Like that's that's all I want. That's all that's all we need, right? And human human connection or humans naturally crave vulnerability and connection. And what happens with connection is vulnerability, right? Yeah. Um, so I appreciate your vulnerability on the podcast and I appreciate your authenticity. Thank you. Um, it's hard to show up, you know. Yes. It's hard to be it's hard to just be honest, you know, especially facing a lot of these things in, in front of you. Um, I'm proud of you for getting that award. I think that's fucking incredible. Thank you. I think I'm Thank really you. I'm happy that you have these people in your life. You know, not knowing your history, but it doesn't matter. Just to know that you have these people in your life, that you're supporting, you're loved, and you have someone who came with you to this podcast, that's that's fucking huge. I wish that for everybody, and I especially I wish it for friends. you. Very good friends. You do. And that that's inspirational to me, because that, that tells me that I can have it too. You know? Just like how I hated you for what you had. Bitch, we're friends. Sorry. I look at you now. Lisa G. I, I can have you. Julie Smith. Julie S. Lisa G. We're going to fuck shit up, motherfuckers. <laughs> I um that got really weird. Sorry. Um <laughs> um it's just it's it's just nice. It's just nice. And all the all the craziness that has gone on and has transpired in the world. It's just nice to know that people have people, you know? Yeah. God, yeah. Cuz sometimes it's sometimes, sometimes all, all you need. have. Like sometimes all you have. I, like I, I won't go into another topic cuz we are bringing this to a close, but like food for thought. What are you if you're not a hairdresser? Who are you? Right. Who are your people? Do you have anything else? Is that all you have? Mm-hmm. Like it's good to work really hard in this industry and do something that you're proud of and be passionate about. Well, what else are you? Like, is there anything else at all? <laughs> do you have other people? Like, what are you left with? Right. Strip that away. What else do you have? What else do you have? Just like, you know, when you're a mom, you become a mother. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. It's a hard right? one. Yeah. You're, you're mom to a child when they are grown up. What else do you what have? What else do you have? You got to have something. You got to have you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that was that was gonna be my next question. I always ask if you could say one piece of advice, what would it be? It was that. It was that. Just pour into yourself, man. Um, it's never just gonna be one thing. I just think, like, yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. that. Yeah. I think to to kind of summarize this glorious, probably best episode on this podcast right now. Um. <laughs> I think the key to this whole thing is you just have to do it, yeah. right? Do it, do it, and do it scared. Do it scared. Um, 
never be afraid to ask for help. Help is really important. Help is help is crucial with your success individually and, and, and physically with your career and whatever else. Um, and yeah, it, it's the only way that you can truly give to others, especially in this industry, in any type of shape or form, you got to give to yourself first. And at the end of the day, if you were to strip away your job as a hairdresser, what else are you? Yeah, that's that. that. Julie, again, thank you so much for fucking flying out here. And Sarah also as well. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to come out here. Jess, who is my lovely executive assistant who is helping me with this right now. Thank you so much for helping. Guys, I love all of you so much for supporting this insane idea. This podcast was was never going to be a podcast. It was just a thought process. Um, but here we are now. Uh, definitely a lot of imposter syndrome right now as I have this group of people in this room. Um, but you're again, the coolest person. Stop. I just, I lo- you're so cool, dude. Like, I love this. I love this. Your whole thing is amazing. You should be proud of this. I told you that I couldn't wait to come out here and celebrate you. you this is cool. Thanks. It's really cool. It's, it's, just, it's, it's a lot of fun. It really does sound fun. You got for me. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode.